1: Seaman Trucking. We'll
2: pack your shit for you.
3: Go down to Pound Town. In the Pound Town.
4: Dysfunctional. I see Janet Reno in a pink bunny suit rappelling out of a helicopter with an AR-15,
5: and I'm like, this is fucking fantastic. It puts the lotion in the basket.
1: We are extra disgruntled to tonight. I like the feeling between my butt cheeks.
6: I have to walk around the store with a mug, and people are like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Drinking coffee? Like, no, I'm promoting TV. I can use the promo code MARKEY and get zero percent off. <laughs>
0: Ah, hey, D.V., you want to see how smart you are? on my ring. Mm, yes. Get a little bit of foreskin in with that.
7: He does talk a lot about his grandma's titties.
4: Yeah, I mean, she's, she's probably heard a lot worse uh, out of me.
8: I didn't see a box from Tasteful Treasures. Oh, jeez. Turp up my mouth a little. That reminds me of a marine joke.
7: We'll talk quietly amongst ourselves.
5: Good thing
2: we didn't say you better tune in. This is one for the record books.
4: You don't want to miss it. It's time, 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 time. to good swing at the Barracks Party.
0: It is the Barracks Party Memorial Day special show here on WDVRdvRadio.net. We got a full fucking house starting the show off. I'm Boner Wood. I'm going to go down the line really quick, so shut the fuck up until I get finished. We got Jason from Southern Vat Suites. We got Adam and Tony from Hard Luck Auto. We got Oink. We got Mike Gordio. We got Billy from Liberty Risk Podcast. We got Chris and Betsy Mercado from Objective Zero. We got Dog. We got Marquee Motherfucking Davis. We got Nevermore. We got Scab. We got Grown Ass Motherfucking Man. And I don't know who else is fucking joining tonight, but if they join, they got the fucking link. So how the fuck are you all?
9: Hello, hello. Doing fabulous this Memorial Day weekend. Giving a shout out to all my brothers and sisters on the program tonight. What's up? <laughs> That's all. <laughs> hello, grown-ass man. What's time. Everyone, uh, so, oh
0: Every time. Like, what?
4: Shit, what do we say? What do we say? Ah, just say it. Just say it. Just
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
6: shit. <laughs> to escape tonight. Mitochondrial infarction. All right, cool. Great. Hello, everyone, and welcome to a brand-new edition of the Marquee Dirty 30 here on DVRadio.net. I am Marquee Davis. I'm just going to take over the show right now because <laughs> I don't God know what we're talking about.
0: Oh, <laughs> Ma- Marquee tells us what in the pre-show, let's keep it lighthearted and have fun, and here he is being all serious and shit, adding like this is supposed to be professional. Hello,
6: hello everyone. This is Marquee Davis here <laughs> on True Information with my co-host, Growne. <laughs> God dang it, grown man. Tell your mom about me. What's up, everybody?
10: (laughs) Show off.
0: What's up? No, seriously. If you haven't told your mom about me, you should. (laughs) Seriously, thank you all for joining us us that are listening. Thank you all for joining us that are on the show tonight. Um, I know I didn't get to reply back to all of you individually, and I do apologize. Jason, I'm sorry that you woke up at 4 a.m. this morning and thought that you missed <laughs> the Memorial Day show on Saturday night. I was fucking
3: pissed at myself. <laughs> fucking oh my 4 a.m. sitting there in a daze. I think I had like 10 fucking typos in my message to Scotty. Like, dude, what the fuck,
0: man? I missed
3: it. Why didn't you email me? He's like, oh, that was just the Saturday night show.
0: <laughs> um, Chris and Betsy, you guys have not been on in forever, it seems. How the hell are you guys?
8: Hey, what's going on, guys? Uh, we're doing good.
11: You haven't scared us off
8: yet. <laughs> <laughs> Keyword is yet. Give us time.
11: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I, Chris did t- say in chat that that is basically the same welcoming he gets every time he's on the show. Um, I don't know whether to be sorry or to be proud of that. Because uh, it just so happens you're always coming in at the time we're talking about the wrongiest stuff that we can talk about. <laughs> Um, how are things with objective zero
8: things with objective zero going great Uh, i mean we've had just kind of a really fantastic year uh in large part due to the support that we get from uh, many of your listeners our community the military community generally but um you know all things considered given the you know the outbreak of coronavirus you know we've really done well our organization was really built around kind of this uh, distributed model from the very beginning and so we were really prepared for the pandemic and you know working from home and th- n- none of that changed for us uh, but what was really fantastic is that we, we we already had a platform built to support people uh, and you know since the pandemic we've had this opportunity to provide support to new communities within our military community so sp- specifically the military medical community which we didn't really see um you know a lot of activity on the on the platform. Prior to the pandemic.
11: Right. Yeah. Um, being able to expand to, to kind of new communities within the, the military. Um, bridging out to military families as well. So, um, you know, and I, we can't thank you and your listeners enough. We've had such amazing support from all y'all. And uh, again, thank you.
0: No, thank you guys for actually taking what you said you were going to do and doing it. I mean, we, we've seen it how many times. We're going to do this for the veteran community, and it never gets done or it's, you know, subpar or they do it for maybe a month or two. And they're like, yeah, this we can't do this anymore. But you guys not only started it, but you've taken it to new heights. I mean, it's more than what you guys set out to do uh, a few years ago. And I, I just got to commend you guys thoroughly. I mean, yeah,
1: on the first for real for real no matter how bad we screw up our show frag out drag out it always ends with frosty saying objective zero every single show (laughs) without (laughs) fail or we have to start the ending and redo it every single ending is objective zero i think we've been with you guys since like day day one before it even you know hit i've still got my coin in there so without objective zero our show would probably cause people to have uh, problems.
8: <laughs> I mean, you guys, you guys were there from like day negative 30. Uh, you know, that, that's not a, that's not an exaggeration. I mean, yeah. when we first started this, we started with a Kickstarter campaign. We were trying to crowdfund enough money to build what we called the minimally viable product, the MVP, kind of the first version of the app, the beta version. And we got about halfway into our crowdfunding campaign on Kickstarter and we were we, I mean, frankly, we were kicking ass, right? Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden we hit this plateau and we we couldn't raise any more money. And it was all or nothing. If we if we hit our goal, we hit our goal. But if we didn't hit our goal, the money went back to all of the individual investors and we were like, holy crap, we're not going to make this. And so and we started reaching out and we're like, hey, maybe they'd be willing to help us. And as soon as we reached out to you guys, all of a sudden, you know, it, it really like resumed, you know, that energy that it had. And we actually didn't, you know, meet that. and
11: exceeded it and
8: exceeded the goal uh without your guys' support it it never would have happened so i mean yes you guys go all the way back
11: so definitely take credit for that
4: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so uh, what you're saying is we should be expecting checks
1: later (laughs) 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 i
0: mean
10: not only do you
2: blow the sidewalls out you hit the bottom too (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
0: when when nevermore mentioned that they mention it on their show every show i was actually getting ready to say i don't think there's any of our shows uh, that it's not mentioned at least once throughout the show, if not more than once. No matter what we're talking about, I, I think oink we said it like five times a couple weeks ago <laughs> before we <laughs> before we ended the show yep. within like a fifteen minute span. So, um, I've I've also got people that's like so interested in the ambassador program. I know that some people know what that is, but for our listeners that don't. If you don't mind, could you explain that really quick for them?
11: Absolutely. So we're looking for people to volunteer at least one hour a week, willing to take the calls and texts of our users. Uh, we provide three different levels of training. We have our, our gatekeeper training operation save. We've partnered with the Psycharmor Institute and have, I think, close to two dozen courses on everything on understanding the signs and symptoms of post traumatic stress, TBI, how to get someone coached into care, how to talk to a veteran. Uh, for those um, that you know want to talk or want to be there and listen and may not. Have that military background. We have military culture classes, and then also have crisis response plan training. And coming soon, we've had uh, some really great support from the Ansbaler Foundation. So we're actually uh, building upon our current ambassador training program based on feedback from our ambassadors. um, Bringing in some uh, new training on how to engage by text message because that's actually how we're seeing most people engage within the Objective Zero app. And so. We're building that and then um, creating some type of a virtual sandbox to practice those skills before you actually talk to someone uh, via text um, just to kind of build confidence and kind of know what to say and, and prep yourself. Some of those calls are and, and texts are, are kind of heavy. Some of them are you know, just someone needed to talk to someone else. And so kind of have a wide range of the people that are reaching out for support.
8: Yeah, what Betsy was just talking about, I think, is probably one of the most exciting things we've done and what we're working on uh, probably in the last year. So this virtual sandbox idea, uh, it's, it's a new feature that we're working on. We haven't released it, uh, but the whole idea is to allow someone to actually communicate and practice these conversations in a kind of a safe environment where they're not like actually at risk of like um, you know, making a mistake, it's a learning environment. And so they'd be interacting with a chat bot, um, basically kind of a computer program that learns how to communicate to someone uh, as if they were in need of help. And then, um, you know, you can kind of go through a number of different scenarios and practice it before you ever do it in the live environment. What's also really cool is we launched this just recently, it's a web app. And so the Objective Zero app, when we first launched was available for free to download on Google Play or Apple, and, uh, Apple App Store. Um, and it was a mobile app available on smartphones but what we've done recently is we've actually released it as a web app. So you no longer have to have a smartphone. You can now use all of the same functionality and features of the Objective Zero app, but from your laptop or from your your desktop computer.
0: Oh, that is great because, you know, my tablet hates me and doesn't like me to download anything. <laughs> um, that, no, seriously, that is great because, I mean, we even talked about that Uh um, <clears throat> one of the last two times you guys were on because there are some people that just don't like to download anything on their, on their uh, mobile devices these days for whatever reason. Um, So that's, that's, that's a great way for for them to also use the app. Um, I I don't know how many of you have been with us listening since uh, objective zero was just a wee little baby. Um, (laughs) But Chris, what rank were you then?
8: So when we first started, uh, I was a newly promoted major. I think I'd maybe been a major for just a few, few months at that point. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I think me and Six made a huge deal out of it that you were our first ever officer to actually be (laughs) on the show. And after
8: listening to the show, I'm sure I'll be the only one.
10: (laughs) Yeah. yeah. We said
1: the same thing. We were like, "Uh, we don't know how to act. There's going to be an officer in here. And we were expecting one thing, and we got something different. We were like, if every officer we ever encountered in the military was like Chris, we would have never left.
0: (laughs) Well, I'm still telling dick jokes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> well, I bring that up because Chris, what's getting ready to happen?
8: So uh this upcoming Saturday, I'm actually the army has made the decision to promote me, so I'm going to be promoted to lieutenant colonel this upcoming weekend.
6: Okay, log out, get off the show. <laughs> this is not pretty. <laughs> this will be held again Yeah, man. this is just, your, yeah. your OER is not going to look pretty after this one. I promise you. <laughs> yeah.
8: Yeah, this could be the end of the road.
2: Thanks, guys. You're
6: welcome. I've had too many
10: drugs
2: to be partying with a light colonel today.
6: <laughs> I mean, hell, the stuff I said in the pre-show, shit.
1: Yeah. I can't even know. So, so Chris will not brag on himself, but after watching his journey from literally, like he said, you know, negative 30, objective zero, when he got that award, like, I was walking around like, I know this guy. I know this guy. Look at this. Yeah. I know this guy. I was, like, all proud. And, and everybody's like, what in the crap are you talking yeah. about? You're not even anymore. I was like, don't care. I know this guy.
6: Like- you he didn't put you in a speech, though. They never do. They never do. <laughs> like- Would
1: you mention DV Radio in your speech? Uh, me? Personally? No. He's going to lie about what he
8: was doing tonight. <laughs> So I tell you what, we I'll, I'll send active. you guys a link to the. Uh, I'll send you guys a link to the promotion uh, be, the, this upcoming Saturday, and I'll make sure I mention you guys in the promotion speech.
0: Oh, I'm recording that. I am recording that and playing <laughs> no, it. No, so no, nice. we don't want it. Yep. We don't even. No
5: balls. Yep. We don't Sorry. want it. You've do
0: it. <laughs> you missed You, you've got a dare on you from Adam already. He said no balls. Bet, do it. <laughs> He went from the dare straight to the no balls. (laughs) Do it. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, congratulations. I mean, I think our highest is... I think Major is our highest officer that we've had on, isn't it? Yeah. Because it's crickets right now, so obviously... No, no,
10: no, no, no.
0: I'm waiting.
5: Uh, We had a lieutenant colonel on... uh, Two years ago, oh, what was it about?
0: Who was it? What show was it?
5: <laughs> All I yeah.
0: It was about PowerPoint. It I must have been I must <laughs> yeah, be
5: drunk yeah. as fuck. Yeah, it probably was. Yeah. I oh must, man, I, I must,
0: I, I, I must I, have dabbled in some of Adam's edibles or something.
10: It was like,
5: like I said, it was about two years ago. We had a lieutenant colonel on, but okay. I can't remember who it was or why he was on. He was retired. I do remember he was retired.
0: Well, if he was retired, it doesn't fucking count.
5: Man, Joaquin, that is just <laughs> so great. I'm just glad you came to us
6: with so much information there. Um, <laughs> I'm not ready One that guy that
0: one time
5: about that yeah. one thing.
6: You know, he was the in the was army, riveting. I guess. I
5: think you, know, it
0: was. you know, that B-roll actor that played in that one movie that kissed that one person <laughs> that done that one thing with that other person within that car thing? Sounds like a, a porno. That's exactly what J.J. just done.
1: Dude, y'all should try living with him when he goes. You remember what we were talking about yesterday? I was like, I don't remember what I did five minutes ago, and he'll do something like that. And I'm like, Yeah, that was fucking helpful.
6: Don't put your mistakes on us, nevermind. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. But
4: I'm bumps.
0: Uh, I do want to ask Chris and Betsy really quick uh, before I forget it, and I, I don't want this to be a depressing moment, but how has the um, platform been on weekends or weeks or days like Memorial Day weekend and Memorial Day?
11: That's a fantastic question. You know, I think the common uh, misconception is that we see the highest number of suicides around Christmas time, but uh, April, May and June are actually the highest times. And we we are seeing high rates of usage specifically on Sundays, afternoons, evenings and and into the night um, kind of based on the data.
0: Oh, wow. Wow. That is that is different from what we hear, you know, in the media and quote unquote record statistics and stuff, isn't it? Like big time.
8: Yeah, it really is. You know, and that's the, that's the thing about um, kind of what we believe in our minds, like maybe we've heard it once, we've heard it twice, and all of a sudden it becomes real, but that's not actually what the data tells us. The data tells us that this this time of year is actually where people are at the highest risk. Right. Um, and there's, there's lots of theories as to why that is. Um, we personally think that, particularly in the military community, uh, this is a period of enormous transition for people.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've noticed uh, most people that ETS and, and things like that, this is the time that, Either is that six month hump that me and Brad Stinson from ninety two for uh, for twenty two I talked about, or it's in between that time, or it's just over that time. So I that makes a lot more sense now that you say that. So I don't know if I'm the only one that gets that, but okay. No feedback from anybody else because Bo's just gonna be here all by himself.
6: Well, for some reason, I'm just sitting here trying to re- uh, figure out when did we become NPR because this seems like it's such a professional interview right now. I'm so
0: amazed. Hey, let me tell like, you, Marky. you're,
2: you're well spoken and, and classy. Yeah, like, this is not the norm for this show. I mean, and the way let,
6: the way wait, Betsy wait, came wait,
0: in wait, and
6: said, wait. "You know what? That's an excellent <laughs> question." I thought this was a politician. I don't know what, <laughs>
0: what going on. You know what? I, being <laughs> polite to each other. You know what I really love? No, what I really love about Chris and Betsy is. Betsy will finish her sentence, and then Chris will step in, and then Chris will finish his and then Betsy will step in. Like, they're reading off the teleprompter, but they're really not. But you know they've, like... Well, I, Roy. I, <laughs> muted and I was like, holy shit, these guys sound wicked professional. They're yeah, robots. <laughs> no, like, they got their shit on lock,
2: man. They know exactly right. what they're talking about. You sound very... Knowledgeable, and learned, uh, yeah, learn, learned. Exactly. It It
4: yeah.
1: always starts out like that, and then it goes downhill from there. You know, like you're an
6: officer or something.
2: Yeah,
1: <laughs> you're promotable.
6: Who, the hell, <laughs> Who I'm just,
10: the hell listen, knew? Listen, I'm
6: sorry. I'm just messing with you guys. This is a great platform. I'm looking at it right now on my phone on an Android, not an iPhone. So it may look a little worse, but it's still an app, and I'm still using
0: it. Worse <laughs> my ass. It looks, it works. It looks, it looks <laughs> Well, you know, you know how people
6: like to say iPhones are better than Androids. But that's a whole nother topic. But if I had known about this, which I have been on plenty of shows with Objective Zero, but for some reason, I don't pay attention. So if I had known about this, it would have been a great tool to reach out for when I was going through my issues. Understand what I'm saying? I wish more people would know about it. So you guys should get a Facebook, you know, ad campaign going and waste money because they don't work. And then use a program (laughs) like DV Radio that actually has listeners and people that interact
0: to get the app. Man. we have an Objective Zero ad, by the way. Oh, yeah. Oops. Yeah. I knew no, that. No,
6: no, no, not you guys. I'm just saying overall. You know what I'm saying? Overall. We need to push look, this look, out. This goddamn out there.
0: If, if you would come to shows on a consistent basis, you would know what's going on in the world of DV, all right?
6: Oh, so now, now <laughs> this is my fault. I, yeah. was, I used yeah. to get regular emails, I was a part of itineraries, and then it just stopped.
0: Mr. Mr. I'm big and bad because I got, got my yours. because I passed my Realtors Sellers bullshit class. Thing. Oh yeah! Wow,
6: I'm, I'm now a Realtor. <laughs> you know what's funny? I, I I'm sorry, I Objective you. Zero. I, this, I mean, because it, it coincides with each other, especially yeah. on the day like today. Yeah. Is that I never thought I would make it to a point like this? I bought my house this year, which is a huge accomplishment for someone in my family. Congratulations, right. by the way. Yeah, it's crazy. You know, that was a crazy time period. Um, You know, and, and, and now I've finished real estate class and I've passed my state exam. My wife is doing it as well right now. I wouldn't have thought I would have been at this point in my life. No matter how many times I was encouraged by first sergeants and sergeant majors and sergeant first classes throughout my military career, I always had a doubt. And that's something that a lot of us veterans have is a doubt. Man, if I would have stayed in two more years, I would have been a staff sergeant. You don't understand what I'm saying? If I would have stayed just a little bit longer, I don't, I feel like I don't have nothing that I can do, yep. but there's something out there for you. You just have to find it, focus and find it. The army's not your entire life. You got a whole bunch more life to live. Find it.
0: I mean, look at me. I, mm. I, I, I ship blood and sit on the couch all day and I'm, Running a damn radio show and I'm co owning wow. my own business, so. <laughs> oh, um, look, look how things an turn around!
6: Inspirational story. <laughs> mm, I don't want to hear that. Wish, from a make a wish, from <laughs> a make a wish campaign to this. Yep. Yep. Should have spent it better. <laughs> no hey. shit.
4: Hey. <laughs> oh, <oops. laughs>
6: my bad. I'm sorry. No, I'm not. Yeah, yeah.
0: Get back to your hookah over there. <laughs> Girl, man. Ooh. You heard Ooh. me. You heard me. <laughs> All right, all right, all right. Time for story time. Who's got a story to tell us that's going to make us laugh our asses off?
6: Oh. Nope, I'm not going to do it this time. I, <laughs> I nominate Marquis.
1: I do, but um it has just a hint of politics in it though.
0: How how about we do this? Somebody that's yes! not spoke. Somebody oh. that's not spoke yet. Who's got a story they can tell us that's going to make Does us laugh. Does it have to be
3: military off? related?
0: It would be nice since it's has Most mortality. likely.
3: Okay, it's not military-related, but it's going to make you laugh your ass. Okay, (laughs) I swear to God, because it it embarrassed the shit out of me. So when we get home, I pick my son up from school, and I got a sunroof in my car. He likes to stand on the console and hang his head out the window, because, well, where I live, everybody has a fucking golf cart, and, well, we just ain't got that kind of money to buy a $10,000 golf cart, so you sure? Just to hang his head out of the sunroof.
0: Are Uh, you sure your son isn't a golden retriever?
3: No, that's my daughter. Oh, okay. Yellow lab. Okay. No. uh, (laughs) Anyway, so we're pulling neighborhood. I'll stop. Open the window up. I'll let him stand up. But because it's kind of, it's a full panoramic sunroof, I'll hold him by his, uh, like the edge of his pants. So he doesn't like fall back. And as we're riding through the neighborhood. He's just, he's like, daddy, stop. I am like, he tried to push my hand away. So he's like, daddy, get your finger out of my butt. And his head is <laughs> hanging out of the freaking sunroof while we're driving through the neighborhood in the summertime where everybody's at the pool, driving right by the mail center, the pool. Oh, yeah. and my son's just screaming out, daddy, get your finger out of my butt. And I'm just I'm like, okay, okay. So my kid is screaming that I'm putting my finger in his butt while we're running through the neighborhood.
0: I'm not sure if we should so leave that I'm in the, the podcast, podcast, podcast not. or not. Um, <laughs>
4: that sounds I just like Seb,
3: Never ever say that again. <laughs> just I guess like you're going to get daddy arrested.
0: Adam, you brought this guy on.
3: Ooh. Now, bro. Now, bro.
0: <laughs> now, bro. This is your friend, Adam. <laughs> I brought
6: him on to my show. Don't that,
2: you brought him on here
6: Why why is Bo trying to throw all the blame at everybody else tonight? Wheels on the bus go across your back. Across your back.
2: I knew what was going to happen, dude. I muted out and listened to the train wreck. I love it.
0: Speaking of Adam, how's things at Hard Luck going for you guys? Amazing. Do you want to rant about anything?
6: No, no, that was riveting. That was riveting. (laughs) No, man, we uh, we just sat down with
2: our future general contractor. Uh, he has taken us on pro bono. We oh, also sweet. are now a little pet project of the Association of General Contractors for the state of Oklahoma. The last time they took anything on, they fully funded a church camp build. So we were, we've we relocated out a little closer to A
0: little closer to an internet connection? Yes. No. Maybe so.
10: <laughs> he's probably still talking and doesn't know that he I can't.
0: I told be you heard.
6: this was riveting right from the beginning. <laughs> Next guest.
0: I bet Tony's laughing her ass off if she can hear us right now. No, what happened?
2: Bad. Where did where did I break off at? I live in a log fucking cabin in the middle of you, Oklahoma, you, so shit's not the best. You
0: said we moved a little bit closer to, and then you cut out.
2: Okay, we moved a little bit closer to home out here to Choctaw, Oklahoma. The amazing folks at Redemption Speed Shop have given us two bays to run our our nonprofit out of so um we have no overhead costs
9: right now
0: that's fucking amazing for our it's listeners for our listeners that's listening and obviously the people that's on tonight uh if they want to help hard luck out how can they do so
2: it's www.hardluckauto.org uh it's still just Tony and I uh, Shawshank and monty um we just recently
0: That fucking hamster just recently switched over from (laughs) T Mobile to
4: Verizon.
6: And you hear me now?
4: No, because that guy switched over to Sprint.
2: Okay. In
0: case you're tuning in, I apologize.
2: I
6: apologize. Yeah, where where did I fucking leave off this time?
0: (laughs) I don't even know. Uh Shaw, you were saying you
6: were saying bo, that was awesome. So what you uh-huh. got to say next?
0: <laughs> you, you you were talking about Monty and Shawshank uh and you and uh Tony are still the only ones there.
2: Yeah, just the four of us. We were just awarded a $15,000 grant from an anonymous donor
11: oh, who had heard shoot. about
2: us. Yeah, like some uh philanthropy association downtown hooked up this uh, anonymous donor with hard luck, and they love what we're doing, so they just cut us a check for fifteen grand.
0: Congratulations, man! Holy fuck, that's great! It's
2: fucking wild, dude! It's fucking wild.
0: Well, if you guys are listening, hardluckauto.org dot go and help these awesome ass people now. <laughs> Thank Do you it. Bro. No, seriously, I um. Do it. Do, uh, it. Do it. Yeah. I, I was hoping you'd. I was hoping you'd go on one of your rants. Honestly,
2: <laughs> one of my rants.
0: Yeah,
1: dude. Every time you post somebody that's messaged you something <laughs> ironically stupid, all of us oh just God, hold our God. breath and wait for you to that's like great. come on live or something and rant. That's and great. you've let us down, bro. You just you just <laughs> type it. So give us a rant.
0: What's the latest Karen story that you can tell us?
1: <laughs> I hear I'm,
0: laughing I know you've got one I know you've got one that you've not made public yet Dude
2: you know what it is that We've already talked about this The guy a couple of months ago If you follow Hard Luck uh, We had a way badass professional Little 7 minute movie clip made about us uh-huh. By like legit sound and light dudes Right Yep I called him last weekend and I said I want to take Hard Luck To YouTube I want to set up just a couple of bullshit GoPros and I want to record some of the shit that happens so that (laughs) when I write a book, people aren't like this motherfucker's lying, you know, like (laughs) I'm going to (laughs) have videographic evidence of the wild shit that we see. It's just, you know what? It's not even the Karens anymore. that keep us going. It's just the people watching now, dude.
0: The Kens. It's, it's the chodes, you
2: know, And I I straight up took the leash off Shawshank.
10: Oh, really? Listen, I don't,
2: uh, yeah, I I told him, I said, listen, dude, I don't want you to physically harm anyone, but if they come up here and they're not being respectful, fuck them right in their head hole.
10: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck them right in their head hole. (laughs) You know,
2: because if we're giving the shit away, a bunch of disabled vets, oh, you know, the thing is, is every time somebody calls, they, they feel like they need to try to like win us over. So they're like, hi, um, yeah, I'm 100% disabled and I live on social security and I need some help with my car. Can you help? And I, I'll i cover the phone. i be like, this bitch doesn't know all three of us do the same thing. You wow. know, like yeah. why, why use that as an excuse to need help? We're never once have we ever expressed or implied that we give two shits about any anybody's socioeconomic status. I'm if about you to go. In, we're going to help you.
0: I'm, I'm about to go down a very specific subject. How many free cars do people want? Uh, all of them. <laughs> 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 did yeah, it up? All of them. Did it uptick after the minivan?
2: It's no dude now because okay, so we we stepped up our advertising a little bit too. We had some radio campaigns going on locally. Mm-hmm. Um, we had a commercial made, so we were on t- two or three different television channels. A goofy fucking so if you could help, please go to www.hardluckauto.org and yeah. thank you for your support. So we have been getting more exposure than we. Ever have than we've ever had before,
6: <laughs> and it's so I have no idea how it became so popular, but everyone calls us. I'm trying to get the joke on until he comes back. And so, when that happens, we are like, No, we cannot offer you a free car, it's just not possible. It's not he's fundamentally back, he's back, Marky.
0: Marky he's back, he's back. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks, dog. That. He, he was taking hey, your place.
10: She was Tony started laughing apple. and she's
6: like they don't even need you.
10: He's
6: <laughs> the economics of it is just not plausible.
0: But no after so, uh I think it was the video after um the minivan when you were talking about all exactly what you're talking about now and you brought up the free cars and I was like I knew it. I fucking knew people were asking for more free dude, cars.
2: <laughs> we'll get 25 uh, after we give a car away and go live, we'll get 25 messages. I, I
6: oh my god <laughs> i won't go into details about some of the messages but they are crazy oh my god tell me more the i don't really know i'm trying to come up with something
4: <laughs> back soon with a word from our sponsor
3: hi hey. we like nuts <laughs> short version everybody wants a free car after a free car is given away there i think go. that's what it breaks down to. that's what it breaks down to
0: yeah, I need one of you to take over real quick. Thanks.
3: I want more free shit. So, uh,
6: Nevermore, the story you had, let's try to exclude the politics. Yeah, yeah. come on. It's
1: physically impossible, but it's not bad politics.
6: Okay. It just is the physical. reason I got called. Well, someone at the we'll store go. doing stuff?
1: Okay, no. So I got a call and they said that there was a customer in crisis. And they know know that I have crisis crisis training. training. So I go flying back there and this poor lady who has, and I'm not making fun of her, not in the least. You can tell that there is definite trauma damage there. But the reason she got terrified was a Trump supporter scared her. This poor lady had a complete meltdown and I talked her out of it. I get to the lobby and that part wasn't funny. Her having a breakdown wasn't funny at all. When we get to her car, it gets better. But this poor girl wouldn't walk outside because the uh, Trump supporter was standing there. So I held her hand and walked her to her car. And when we got out there, she looked me dead in my face. And this is when I lost my shit and goes, it's nice to find another like-minded liberal such as myself and I said, ma'am, <laughs> I voted for Trump. Um, but not all of us claim Karens and Beckys that are assholes like that asshole. And she goes, well, at, at least you're a good Christian person. I said, ma'am, can you look at my shirt? She goes, oh. And I went, I love you to pieces. Um, I'm glad that you're safe. And... I really, really, really appreciate um, how much faith you have in me (laughs) right now. But um, uh, yeah, um, pretty, 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 please. Uh, Just don't assume stuff about people. The next day she showed up and walked me to work and brought me cookies and gave me hugs. And the only reason I find it comical is because people assume things about people that aren't necessarily true. And um, seven cops, four other loss prevention associates who were all on a different side of the fence than her watched yours truly skip through the parking lot holding hands. Yeah, I don't get paid enough for my job.
3: But she never told us what your shirt said after she called you a good Christian woman.
1: Oh, what did your um, shirt
3: say? Satan has more fun. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking something with like a pagan star or some shit.
1: Um, no, they call no. that. I'm not pagan. I'm a heathen. There's a difference. Well, Actually, please. it said waiting for Valhalla and had um, the all father on Odin. So, <laughs> but that's okay. The next day when she come back, she's like, I just can't get over, over just how nice you are. And her husband goes, sweetheart, you really need to look at her shirt. She's kind of an open book. Cause that day it was wearing freedom. Can't be cultured. <laughs> Or can't be uh, canceled, and she's like, "You know what? I'm the most unobservant human ever, but I did get free cookies and a thank you card out of it."
6: I'm just thrown back right now. I didn't know you weren't a good Christian woman, Nevermore. I'm just taking <laughs> what the hell.
10: Well, she you obviously has not listened to our shows in Marquis.
6: <laughs>
1: oh, okay, so that right there just gave away that Marquis does not listen to any of his fellow radio hosts. He's just a shit poster on Facebook. That's it. Uh, well, no much. support, no love. No, no, no. Hold me
3: shocked, not a
1: Christian.
6: <laughs> no, no, no. I, 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 you know, I find that funny because, you know, I stay in the deep south down here in Georgia, and um, I don't have that experience where people are just out here Anti-Trump, pro-Trump. I don't, I just don't have it. I've never had it either. You know, and I find it so funny because that's what a lot of people want us to think. You know, I go yes. Facebook a lot reading, and they always they want us to be hating each other for whatever reason. It makes no sense. We have great organizations like 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 Operation Zero, uh, you know, and 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 it's just like. Objective why? zero? Objective zero. That's what I meant to say. I, I kept, in my mind, I kept saying, why are they objective to zero? We're going to have
1: like, to name him Frosty. <laughs> are, they,
6: are they trying to divide by zero and they can't get it right? No, I'm, I'm just playing. You know, and we have Joaquin with the PTS dog stuff. And it's just like, you have people that are trying to make a difference. But yet and still, you want to divide as based either on skin color, social class, or political beliefs, or even religious beliefs. It's asinine. Dogs don't discriminate like that.
1: Cats, well, don't. I, the, Cats just the, don't give a fuck. The you know reason me? that it stood out know. and it, and it's not humorous as in he, he, the, that, you know, she, she was a liberal and got terrified. That's not the <laughs> he he part. The he, he part was to her, that her looking at a person and thinking that they on, that they're nice only because of their political party. And I was like, you do understand that on either side of the fence, you've got those people that none of us claim. Nobody claims them. And I had to leave out a big chunk of that story because I'm not going to tell it on here and start the reason of the fight and stuff like that, because it's just not something I want to discuss right now. Now I'll probably, I'll probably go in. He, yeah. JJ's heard the whole story and there's a whole lot more to it, but you know, I told her, I was like, you know, just because Becky over there in the corner was being a twat waffle. I mean, as long as you're not in my face screaming, we're, I don't care. I mean, you want to run around and love who you love. I don't I don't care. You want to do what you want to do. It just I've never seen somebody in public get terrified for the reason wait, that they got terrified question. for. How
6: old was she?
1: Um, probably 22 max. What? The, 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 what I thought she was an old lady yeah no 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 but I'm t- the, the reason like I said the reason behind her getting scared isn't humorous to me because I felt like there was more to her past and I wasn't gonna assume snowflake liberal meltdown like terrified of the world. You could tell there was definite trauma because at the point the reason they called me is she almost fell out in the floor from the panic and anxiety of everything taking over.
6: Was she a counter-protester January 6th in the White House? I mean, at uh, Congress. Because that's the only thing I can see right now would have her terrified of freaking Republicans here in America.
10: No, that's just AOC.
6: Um,
1: no. 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 <laughs> okay. Yes, okay, so the, the best way I can describe this without starting a, a whole nother conversation is she and I are the same shade. And what started <laughs> the argument was she What's was that? walking around uh,
2: white. White, super white. Walking
1: around white knighting for people of color. And somebody put her in her place and said, You don't need to go around doing that. They can defend themselves. And it exactly! started an argument. <laughs> and it hey, scared her, okay? Bo's that person back. scared her and I rescued her because Republican, liberal, whatever, I'm still human, she was a human and she didn't deserve to just black out in the middle of Walmart because she was freaking out. Like I said, there's got to either she was raised the biggest sissy I've ever encountered or there's past trauma. Hey, you can't say that word nowadays.
0: Sissy? sissy. Hey, both back. Sissy. <laughs> sissy. Sissy, sissy, sissy. <laughs>
6: They're gonna cancel you. Gonna I cancel you your big sissy,
1: dude! Have you? You need to listen to my show. I've been trying to get canceled for like the last month. Oh, you're not doing it right. Oh, you <laughs> don't to my show, you? But on a serious note, that's what kicked it all off, and and everybody's going. This is that story's not funny. I'm having to leave out the greatest detail. The part that fa- I found funny was she assumed that because I was a nice person and not like making the situation worse that I was, uh, different. And I told her, I was like, you need to really open your eyes to the world around you, sweetie, because not everybody's an asshole. You can be a decent human being, no matter what side of the fence you sit on. I said, but you do really need to stop running around Walmart, screaming at the top of your lungs, people of color. They don't like that.
6: What's she saying? People of color or uh, another word for Negroes?
1: No, she said, you don't understand. This lady was, um, oppressing the people of color and the manager that was with me was a people of color and she goes i gotta go and i said bye you didn't
5: believe that part
1: holy
6: shit i'm sorry y'all okay wow. i'm so help, sorry help i'm being oppressed i'm sorry the system. i would have died laughing if she would have even approached me and said yeah you're a person of color like no bitch i'm black <laughs> like there I is said,
5: a difference
1: Archae- I, going to well, I assume can't be
5: racist I know a person of color
1: I'm going to assume that this oh. lady has some severe trauma somewhere in her brain instead of that the media rotted her brain oh. and like I said the reason for it all isn't hilarious to me the Did whole you? part that's hilarious is when she looked up and I said ma'am I'm not a liberal I am a Republican and she went are you sure? And I'm like, I'm pretty damn sure. I know where I'm at.
4: She had to question that part too.
1: Are you sure? Because you're I was nice. So there's this thing. That I, it's a stereo. I mean, it's a but stereotype. You, I guess we're all dickheads that go around oppressing people of color. I don't know. You know. Did I different. hear you
6: say a people of color?
1: That's what she said. People of color. People
6: that
4: is what color. she said.
6: <laughs> but, but but I, I, I want to bring this full circle real quick. Real quick. My manager oh, don't like that. Oh my,
0: she achy, black, achy so. nipples.
6: Real, real quick. Okay, just put some moisturizer on, him, real quick. Number <laughs> one, that may, that brings up a, a great point, though, is that when we served in the military, I you know how a lot of people say, "Oh, we don't see color." You know, black, white, green, whatever. It doesn't matter. Today's Memorial Day, and today we 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 remember and memorialize those who gave us that right here in America mm-hmm. to feel and say how we feel. Mm-hmm. say it again to brother what, to do what we need to do and to get our lives through they take made the Man. ultimate sacrifice take your uh-huh. time so with that being said she can she can sit there and have a tantrum in walmart
0: Testify, cool with you, son.
6: because today is the day that we memorialize those who gave you that right oh, to yeah. have a tantrum
0: you better each
10: brother preach Hallelujah! <laughs> Take us to church, <laughs> brother. Y'all <some> asses. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I, I, I needed a, I needed to laugh after that phone call I had. Anyway, and so now I, Sister Ermine will
5: bring in her her version of the national anthem. Sister Ermine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, wow! <Just> like <laughs> to thank everybody for joining us today. And the, the choir from the 7th Street National Baptist Church, <laughs> not the other one, the one across the street from the Piggly Wiggly, the ghetto, like say, <laughs> the ghetto the
6: church. The
0: ghetto church. Thank
6: you. Wiggly. Not
2: the mm-hmm, ghetto
0: I've been there before you ever been over there. <laughs> mm-hmm. How do we go
6: down a road of black churches?
0: <laughs> churchdom. I went to <laughs> one. I went to one and I was like four years old. Let me tell you what. That is the best church service I've ever been to in my goddamn life. Okay, say, yeah, you religious. Go no, to about 3,000 no, 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 no. of them. No, I don't you think do you understand, Marky. Day? Marky, I don't think you understand. The one I went to was literally in the ghetto that I grew up in, meaning it Get was to. it it was a rundown house. It, it was a rundown <laughs> house. It, it literally had a living room, kitchen, and two bathrooms. Why I had two bathrooms, I don't know. But it used yep. to be this old man's house. That, yeah, right? And yeah, I would they, remember, turn, I would they the turned it into church. a church.
6: They called those cults. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I was a member of
10: that for about four <laughs> yeah, years that, yeah, yeah, that's, Don't that's, drink
0: the Um I think it's actually still there, but it's actually an actual church now. It's... Um, oh, fuck. I think... I think they actually... Uh-huh. I think the actual original one burned down back in... Oh eight oh nine, right before I went to Iraq, or right right as I was going over. So, yeah, but it's an actual church now. But that was the best church service I'd I'd ever been to, and I'm not religious. So.
6: <laughs> remember though, remember though, it's all about energy. Like when you have a great commander and you to give you a good energy, you have a great unit. You, you know, know I'm pretty I'm pretty sure Chris is one of those great. Is going to be one of those great commanders who gives very long. You know, weekend speeches. Mm -hmm. They just like to hear themselves talk. That's what officers do. (laughs)
4: That's what they do. And I don't know a lot of them, but the ones I do know, they talk too much.
2: I know a whole Mm -hmm. bunch of them. And they always
0: like to
2: just to piggyback off of what the first sergeant said.
0: (laughs) Damn, we went there,
6: Sergeant Major. That was great, but let me come right behind you and say the same thing again. I just want to reiterate. (laughs) I just want to reiterate.
0: Look, top what top said was great and all, but
4: yeah, just to piggyback, (laughs) I say that to say this. Yes,
6: one of yeah, we had the most awesome commander I've ever had in my entire career. Their name's Captain Brown. This was everything he said Friday was this. If you guys go out and get drunk, you're going to get UCMJ and hazing. <laughs> and every, and so we had to always repeat UCMJ and hazing. And so when the colonel found out that he would say UCMJ and hazing, he was like, oh, you know, we can't haze anymore. And he was like, oh, roger, sir. So they tried to relieve him because he kept saying UCMJ and hazing after that. So we never got any trouble. We got every guide on banner. We were the top Freaking battery in the whole battalion, and because we had a cool officer in charge of us,
0: you had yeah. major pain as your officer, didn't you?
6: Um, uh, dude, that little short white dude was a beast. <laughs> <laughs> he was a beast, man. He we, just overcame brain cancer and kidney cancer.
0: We had so, a um, God damn. We had a short Puerto Rican drill sergeant when I was in basic, and I was like the scrawny ass motherfucker still in high school. Not <laughs> joking. I might have been See,
4: like you were because. You were there's no like it, it I I, just m-
0: I might have been eight pounds soaking wet and one day he started yelling Tweebo Bird! Tweebo Bird, come in and I'm like, and his he had a thick accent and everybody's just like looking around and shit come to find out he was talking about me every time he said Tweety Bird he was talking about me but he said it in his Puerto Rican accent that was so fucking thick it sounded like he was like saying. Twig Bird or something.
1: Twig Bird, Twig Bird, come here. Come yeah, in me, something like that. Come yeah. In, and
0: in, he, he was so short. Like, we had women taller than How him. How
2: short
6: was he?
0: He was shorter than me, and I was a junior. No. So,
6: <laughs> Bo, don't set grown man up like that. He's going to come with some lame <laughs> dad joke, and it's going to. <laughs> My dad that. jokes are strong. See, Chris, I told you. Yeah, Chris, see, uh, hey, hey, Marky e. Davis knows a lot of people. Don't, 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 don't sleep on me.
4: Don't sleep on you.
6: Yeah. <laughs> Shut up, grown man. Jesus Christ, go. Mr. Mike. This is Mark. Yeah, you did it. You did it. I'm I'm over here just
0: enjoying this shit. Hey, <laughs> all right. hey, hey, grown man, I'm working on getting McBride on the show. Oh wow. Yeah. Good luck. Oh, that's gonna be Rod's fun. Funny individual. I'm I'm gonna get him on. I'm gonna get him on. Just wait. Just wait. Um we haven't had Mike and Billy talk yet. What are you
9: guys up to? Oh bro. Hey, how's it going guys? So, yeah, I don't um I don't have quite as many colorful or funny stories to tell involving karens, but uh <laughs> I do have a few things to share that I think are kind of lighthearted, maybe even a little bit heartwarming uh to uh to lighten the mood of this Memorial Day weekend. Uh for those out there um both in the chat and who are listening to the podcast, I am a uh I'm a dad raising two little girls, which means I've seen more Disney princess films than I care to admit. But, uh, you know, we uh, one of the things that we've done to expand the bounds of our creativity is we're very blessed. We actually uh, live on a piece of property that has a very steep hill in the backyard. It's uh, It's to be something to the effect of a uh, of at least a 45 to 50 percent incline. Holy grade. shit. Yeah, which is great because, uh, you know, that uh, (laughs) given the fact that we just acquired not one, but two slip and slides, we got the bright idea to uh, make a Johnny on the spot water slide in our backyard with two industrial size slip and slides put together back to back. And it's great. It's become a uh, it's become a mecca for. Uh, the kids in the neighborhood, if they want to cool off and have some yeah, like, why does it just have to be kids in the neighborhood, dog? Like, can we all? I was going to say, <laughs> right, I was
0: about to say DV <laughs> Radio, Radio Road Radio. Trip. Like,
9: yeah. you guys in? <laughs> where, yeah, I Where is you, the chat? And dads enjoy it just as much as they do. So, yeah, so there's that.
0: Who's bringing the beer? Who's bringing the hot dogs and hamburgers to grill out?
9: Well, I could give you guys some Kool Aids and Capri Suns if y'all are up (laughs) to it. So I I bring the Hennessy. Okay, cool. (laughs) Yeah, I'll bring the weed.
6: (laughs) I'll bring the 40s. I mean, Jesus.
0: Daddy, I want some gummy Bears. No, sweetie, you can't have those. Those are daddies. He is is
6: trying to set up a nice, wholesome event, and you guys are trying to make it into a, a FRG meeting. What is going on here?
0: Dude, if,
2: they, if he's got a 90-foot slip and slide, I'm getting baked to shit and going down and that does, thing all night. And slip
0: and slide.
2: I'm bringing my side-by-side side so nobody has to climb up. We'll just climb
6: in the back and drive back up, dude. <laughs> you remember the, that movie Norbit when Rasmusha yep. gives up? Yeah, that's going to be me coming down.
10: <laughs> oh, come on, Norbit. Let's go.
6: <laughs>
0: Fucking tidal wave at the end. <laughs> Billy, how are you guys at Liberty Risk and how are you in general, brother?
4: Oh, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. We're doing good over there. Um, taking about a six, six to eight week break. We got a we had a little incident that happened, which was uh, very upsetting. Um,
0: Just admit. I admit that know, you're slackers. Should, I,
4: should I go in? Should I go into it? Should I go into it?
0: Um, you can because we've talked about it here before, and I don't think too many people actually believe DV radio. so
4: <laughs> yeah, so this was very upsetting. Um after Hugh and I, started the podcast, you know, we've been on with you guys a couple of times now, and you know, we all stay in touch. Mm -hmm. So it's been just over a year since we got it up and going, and it's taken off pretty well. Um, We were able to help a lot of people, which was, you know, always our first goal, you know, help a lot of veterans, especially. So we, as most people do, is you come up with this idea, you say, screw it, let's go ahead, let's give it a shot, and then we watched it grow, the podcast grow into something we didn't think it would. We were just gonna we were doing it just to maybe connect, help a couple of people, you know. Not get too deep into it, but it kind of just took off. So we said, you know what, let's get a website going. We were doing everything strictly on social media. I said maybe if we can get a website going, get on the podcast platforms, it'll be like a one-stop shop for everyone. So we did some research, which wasn't the greatest now that I think about it, but (laughs) <laughs> did some, you know, did some research, put some feelers out and we hired another veteran who has a background in web development to help us grow <clears throat> and get the web page out. He was running our social. He was, do, do, we hired him to do the social media posts. Um, if we had any a live events, like we did a couple times at the brewery and stuff to, he had to be there for those just to take photos and help with anything else. And then to get the web page up and running. So he got the web page up. And that was pretty much it. Did nothing. We paid him for three months up front. And um, it was a lot of money. Thousands. Paid him up three months up front. And he pretty much fucked our podcast up. To the point where you can't hear it in the United States. He said it to its only able to be um, heard in Europe on Apple, screwed up everything with the Spotify stuff, and then the web page doesn't even work anymore. He went back in and changed settings and all this other stuff and stuff that I don't know how to fix, or Hugh, or, or Meg. Are you sure So it's been your, a fucking nightmare.
0: Are you sure that wasn't DV6 that you let do all this?
4: No, God, no, see, <laughs> that...
0: that because he, he was
4: like, oh, I'll do it. And I'm like, God, no, that's not fucking happening. So it's like, sorry, DB6. <laughs> but no, oh, it was just what oh. what killed me was I'd be okay. I'd almost be more okay with it if it was just some civilian company. Yeah. But it was another vet. Right, that's what, that's what fucking burns me the most. I don't care about the money. Everyone here, we can always make money, right? One way or another, money comes and goes. But to have another veteran when you have meetings, like it was, we had all these meetings, it was very professional and then you just don't do what you're supposed to do. Yep. And then when we don't have the money for legal teams and all this, shit, it's not like that. You know what i mean? <laughs> like you guys know, like mm-hmm. I can't go get an attorney and all this other stuff. We're talking a lot of money. Like I just, I'm not going to get into, yeah. into the dollar amount, but it was, it was not a small amount of money.
0: At the end of the day. So,
4: lesson lesson fucking learned.
0: Yeah, at the end of the day, like we've always said, after a few uh, bad apples we've had to get rid of and and we've dealt with over the past few years, you really have to be picky and choosy on not only who you trust but who you allow into the business aspect of what you're doing, especially as a veteran. I don't care what anybody says. Veterans are the worst when it comes to backstabbing and being dicks to one another no it was
4: yeah and you know so many people have said that stuff to us they're like billy just keep it in-house you're able to do it all on your own just keep it in-house and you know for when we do our show platform a little different than you guys do we go live on facebook youtube and twitch now um on monday nights so i'm producing the whole entire show live Mm -hmm. which was a different beast than doing you know pre-recording and back editing that you know you have a little more i have to be on the spot the whole fucking time i know so it's a little <laughs> yeah you know yeah, yeah no that's what i'm saying like, to have a video to yep. not not just that but it's the, what it is Is yep. the video that fucks me up i'm just like oh mm-hmm. that's the camera in front of me like i can't roll my fucking eye. well i can't roll my eyes but yeah fuck you hugh you don't even sound like you know what you're talking about right now shut <laughs> the fuck up <laughs> so but besides that i mean it was a good it was a learning experience a lot of we took away a lot of positives from it believe it or not um and where we can improve and all that other stuff, so that's always good because we still want to help as many people as we possibly can.
6: Billy, but, you said three months advance pay. Yeah. How can I we, apply?
4: Um, <laughs> <laughs> what you do is um, go on the website. There's a spot at the bottom that says "How to Fuck Over Liberty Risk Podcast." Just fill uh-huh. that out, uh-huh. and then um, what I'll do is I'll send you a
6: blank check, I and mean, you can just pick an amount, and we'll go yes. from there. Been one Bye. of one of these. You can be my sugar daddy. I'll start a time. Only- yeah. <laughs> I got
10: you. I got you. Twenty bucks for twenty
6: bucks, bro. <laughs> yeah.
4: But uh no, actually he was getting ready, um he was getting ready to deploy for twelve fucking months.
0: And we're going to try and do a Liberty Risk podcast and Barracks Talk DV radio crossover show one Saturday evening. If we can get all of Liberty Risk podcasts together, so before he yeah goes. no
4: it's uh yeah yeah well Hugh's they were going to be here tonight but Hugh Hugh's deploying. Meg is actually, you know, as you guys you know we do appreciate the love out there. Is Meg just graduated college, so it was it's been a up and down journey for her because you know she was active duty and she stopped and started, but now she's got an amazing job and uh, she's actually moving out to Colorado, so she's doing that right now too. So this kind of everything. Happens for a reason. You know, everything happened with the website and all that. And then we found out he was going to be deployed. And then Meg had to move from Jersey to Colorado. So the break that we're going to take for about six to eight weeks is kind of, it came in really good timing with everything. So, but, Bo, I did want to, I forgot to mention um, before the show, yep. to do that live, I think we need to set it up because we already have, Hugh has all the equipment, and he's he's taken over. He's the CB, so he's going to have a setup a little different because he's he, you know where he's deploying, and um, <clears throat> he's actually going to go live a couple of times with us in country.
0: Oh, dude, we're we're That's definitely doing around, a crossover please. show. Upset, then. upset, oh, yeah, upset. Fuck up, upset. upset. Fuck, so, upset. <laughs> Everybody knows where the fuck the United States is in the world. Shit, there ain't no fucking, <laughs> yeah. No, sick with us. What the fuck are you talking about?
4: <laughs> but no, I think that I think that would be uh, pretty fucking awesome. I don't know. I mean, I, I could be completely wrong, but not that I've heard where you know any type of veteran platform like this where you've had someone actually in country, unless it was on the news or something like that, like doing a show like this.
0: Oh, dude, we're doing. So I think it.
4: it's gonna it's gonna add a different element to everything. You know what I mean?
0: We'll we'll do it. We'll fucking do it. We'll make it happen.
4: That's pretty. Rad. Yeah, we need to. Yeah, we do need to. Yeah, because this is uh, this is fifth one. This is <laughs> fifth one in twelve years. Fifth deployment, in twelve years.
0: Oh, I was like fifth one. What?
4: <laughs> yeah, fifth. Sorry, Fifth, on the, in my on like fifth yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's his fifth deployment. Fifth deployment with uh with the CB detachments for the Navy. So. You know, nothing but right. best wishes to him when he does deploy.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. And you know, we're always here for you guys. So, I mean, I've got Oink and Frosty that don't know how to do shit, but they'll they'll fucking try. They'll fuck some shit up for you too, except you won't be wasting yeah. money on them. Free
4: charge, free charge. That's how it is with you know, with me. I'm like, yeah, I got Hugh and Meg. He was probably going to say something that Brian has to get a fucking attorney for, and then then there's his Meg. Meg's just Meg.
0: I'm I'm guessing that you know somebody's fighting a damn dog right Stay now. Down.
4: <laughs> no, I, don't know. My, I
0: said, I said Meg and then I heard
4: dog. the dog barking, and I'm like,
3: what? <laughs> <laughs> uh, "That's actually that's my service dog." And when she she always faces the door when I'm in my little man cave with the door closed. Any sound outside of that door, she goes. She just she goes ballistic. It's like, hey, somebody's here.
0: Hey, Scab, can you hear me? Nope. so how you doing brother seriously how you doing uh been selling
5: used razors outside of titty club how's that
0: (laughs) is that what you were doing on the fire truck today
5: that's what i was doing on a fire truck today brother.
0: damn how many cities did you go to for that
5: (laughs) (laughs) how much candy you bring in a truck
0: right so uh (laughs) what did you do today and and how is your day going
5: No, uh, we drove in the parade, uh, took my daughter in a ladder truck and a couple other people. And, uh, we went through one parade and then stopped in the next town and they were having one. So we did a second one.
0: Cool. How did that go?
5: I don't know. I was driving, man, watching. I didn't run over well, somebody's kids.
0: Well, I was here to say, did you run over anybody? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm worried about here. <laughs> You're here. So apparently Yikes. you didn't. <laughs> um. What stories you got for us, man? I know you got a story somewhere buried deep that is funny as fuck to tell us.
10: Mm,
5: I don't know. No pressure. No mm-hmm. pressure at all. Just put me on a spot. It,
0: it's scab. I know you. <clears throat> I know you. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're sitting there going, which one can I say on TV radio? <laughs> Yeah,
7: which one won't get us put in prison? <laughs> right.
0: Is this one out of statute of limitations Jen? <laughs>
5: <laughs> God damn it. Here we go. Back to counseling.
0: Right. Oh, shit. Wardog never said anything to anybody, did he? What's that? Nope. I've been waiting on him to say something. <laughs> well, bring his ass in. I know I am. I have to find him. He changes his name on Zoom. Because <laughs> I tried to add him one day and I was like, who the fuck is this? And he's like, oh, that's me, my bad. He leaves Zoom, changes his name, and gets back in. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, that's who that is. There he is. Yeah, he's there kidding. he's on chat. <laughs> We've been waiting on you to say something more, all. Where the hell have you been? Chilling, man. Chilling. As usual, like you said. Chilling. Chilling. You went into an extra bash of, <laughs> bash of fucking smiley faces tonight, didn't you? <laughs> How's it going, dog?
4: Oh, uh, great, man. I'm sorry I wasn't <laughs> here from the beginning. I meant to be, bro. Um, <clears throat> Really, you, miss uh, you know, pay my individual
7: tribute
6: tributes uh, today for, uh, you know, th- uh, those that we lost. Uh, uh, so that kind of had me down for most of the day. But uh, other than that, man, I'm glad to be here.
0: Understandable, understandable. I figured you just took a couple extra smiley faces tonight and went down that happy trail of acid. <laughs> Something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Tell me this guy doesn't sound like he's having the best acid trip of his life right now. Every time he comes on, he's so, what's up, man? How y'all doing? I'm doing
11: all right. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then out of nowhere, he'll scream, evergreen boys. And you're like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, shit. Oh, my God. So, who hasn't spoke yet? JJ, you've not really said anything contributing other than, you know, telling us information that can't be helpful to us. How's <laughs> your sure. they I'm
5: doing okay. I am, uh, um, working on the next book. Uh, got an interview under my belt, another one lined up and, uh, starting to get stuff lined up to, uh, to get the third PTS dog book out, published. And, uh, so I've been kind of busy, but you know, always take a break on this weekend and and reflect and uh,
0: remember. I got you. And
5: uh, that's that's why we need to be, you know, we need to be lighthearted tonight, because yeah, well,
0: definitely, yeah. Well, do yeah, you have any week? Do you have any hilarious stories for us?
5: Oh God.
1: Y'all, I, I talk, I talk JJ, TikTok. That's hilarious in itself.
0: Hey, really, really, really quick, really quick. Everybody, Chris and Betsy, you have to go. I just seen that. Do you want to say anything to everybody before you leave?
11: Uh, just uh great talking to you and, and listen to you and, you know, we really appreciate everything that you've done for us and for the veteran community.
8: Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's a, uh, it's phenomenal to be on here. Uh, really appreciate you guys having us back. Uh, you know, I know you guys are trying to keep it lighthearted, you know, <laughs> for, for sure me that. personally, Memorial Day has great, you know, personal meaning, you know, 12 years ago on Memorial Day, uh, near Mahmud Rocky, Afghanistan, I lost three members of my PRT, uh, suicide, uh, VBID blew up, hit my, hit my truck, killed my commander, killed our first sergeant, killed my driver. My gunner was spared, fortunately. So very, very sad day for me personally, but, you know, I'm really glad to be here where we can keep it light, you know, and, and remind everyone that yes, today we're, we're thinking about and honoring those who served and sacrificed so much, but we're still in this and it's, it's left to us to share their stories and keep their memories alive. So thanks so much for having us guys.
0: No, thank you. Let me ask everybody really quick, which one of these stories they want to hear from you, because this is hilarious. Just reading what you asked us. You guys he said
6: next time, Bo.
0: Next time? Where does it say next time? Next yeah, time
1: it... you have us on, I'll share a funny story. When?
0: There's literally a blank spot right before I'll... <laughs> I'm not even joking. That's your on, cataracts. That's on your my cataracts. Zoom, on my Zoom, <laughs> there's a big white spot. I bet my fucking chat's messed up where there's so many <laughs> of you asshats in here. Okay, then. We're not going to have a funny story from Chris and Betsy. <laughs> <laughs>
10: it's all you. Oh, Just, boy. Just okay. like
0: an officer. Well, I mean, I'll let you guys
8: take your pick. So you guys can take your pick of those two stories in the uh, in the chat. So the, the two stories are just so everyone can see it or to hear it. Uh, the first story is the th- these are both from when I was a lieutenant. Uh, the time I nearly blew my ass off in a cheese charge explosion, or the time I interrupted a bank robbery in progress in Baghdad.
1: Blew off your ass. <laughs>
8: I knew that was coming. I go bank robbery. <laughs> Boy. Well, we'll do one now. So we'll, we'll do the uh, the cheese charge explosion. So so, the, so there I was, uh, a second lieutenant. Uh, I had just moved over to the mortar platoon, uh, had never been in the mortars before and also did not go to the mortar leader course. It was you know, just literally thrown into the position. Uh, and we did this huge battalion live fire. We had all the 120s, all the 81s, all the 60s lined up in a row. And we had just thousands and thousands of rounds over the course of two weeks. We build this massive pile of cheese charges, huge. Uh, and at the end of this training exercise, you know, my platoon sergeant comes up to me. and He's like, all right, sir, it's 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 tradition. You have to light the cheese charges on fire. And I think he's screwing with me right now. Mind you, my platoon sergeant at the time is, a, is an E6. We were undermanned and I, I didn't receive the E7 or E8, excuse me. I had an E8 who, who joined us a little bit later. So this E6 is explaining to me, he's like, you take the cheese charge, sir. You break it in half and you just you just make this little line of uh, of uh, I can't even remember what it is off the top of my head, but you, you make this little line and then you light it on fire with a with a lighter and then you run like hell. And I'm looking at him, and I see my entire platoon off in the distance. They're kind of standing, you know, a little ways away. And they've got this devious look on their face, like they can't wait to see me run and make an ass out of myself. And I think they're screwing with me. So I'm like, okay, got it. Yeah, roger that. So I take the G-charge. He he takes off. I break it in half. I make the little line of of, uh, explosives. I light it with a lighter, and then I just turn and walk slowly like I'm in a Hollywood movie. And that was when I realized I really screwed up. My uh my whole platoon starts screaming at me,
10: Run Sir
5: <laughs> And all
8: of a sudden this hundred foot fireball blows up behind me and I magically teleport my ass from where I was <laughs> to
10: <over the> <laughs>
8: ran about as fast as I possibly could but uh the, the flames nearly burnt all my uh, uniforms off I was so close to that thing
6: he, he learns- just like a, a young lieutenant does not Amazing listen to his story. NCO He not <laughs> hey, I learned, right? I'm still here <laughs> he learns some very potty said, light it and run you light it you're like I'm a badass and blue <laughs>
0: He exactly some, right. He learned some fucking Harry Potter shit on the spot right there. <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> I'm sorry that I, I fucked that up. I'm I can't close my Zoom or anything to to see what it actually says. So I fucked that up. I'm sorry and made you stay longer, Chris and Betsy. No
8: worries, no worries. So next time I'll share <laughs> the the bank robbery and and uh, Baghdad story.
6: They just have a political banquet to go to. You know they're running for office <laughs> I, sometime soon here.
10: I can I, I, <laughs>
0: Uh, hope hopefully Adam is not uh, busy that night and I can bring him on so he can hear that story personally because I know he wants to hear it now like really bad even more
8: <laughs> <laughs> alright guys thanks so much for having us and we'll uh, we'll talk
10: to you later
0: thank you guys for All coming right. on Right on, everybody that was Chris and Betsy Mercado from Objective Zero go to ObjectiveZero.org check it out you can also grab the app on your iOS and Android devices uh let's see uh who else hasn't spoke at all? Oink, you really haven't spoke much, have you?
6: We don't need to hear from him. No, <laughs> no, we're good. <laughs> How's your Saturday night? <laughs> <laughs> Next.
0: <laughs> Next. They had <laughs> an earthquake. <laughs> Next.
6: Yep. His hips maxed up. Next. Yep. It's, it started <laughs> out shaky, but it settled Perfect out.
0: fucking recap. <laughs> <Yep>. Perfect recap. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. So, how you guys doing?
6: We're an hour and fourteen <laughs> minutes into the show, Bo.
0: Yep. We've yeah. already
6: discussed how we're doing. We're uh, fine. How are you doing, Bo? I'm
0: doing great. I'm doing wonderful. I'm 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 fucking running this goddamn show. Unfortunately, though.
6: Wow. Unfortunately. <laughs> goddamn.
10: No. That, that's like wow. That hurt. <laughs>
6: You have a very talented person on this show and the rest of these guys, I'm a very talented person.
0: I mean, I can just... I I can do this right now. I mean, you know, that simple, you know. Just mute the fuck out of all y'all. Everybody's fucking...
6: Now I have to unmute myself.
4: Again. That's
10: just so rude.
6: That wasn't nice.
9: Oh, shit. He hit Slut. us with the blanket. The blanket mute. Slowly, slowly again, everybody with...
0: slowly all of y'all start wow. unmuting. <laughs> wow. It took y'all forever to figure that one out. <laughs> what a dry snitch move on a man. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Couldn't resist. <laughs> nah, it's uh it's been a weird week to say the least. Uh, And then just some shit that happened tonight, but All's good in the neighborhood. I'm with you assholes. Wouldn't have it any other fucking way.
6: Amazing, bro. I'm actually very proud to be here tonight. I'm happy to be here. I really am. I, I'm, I've missed you guys. I haven't been, you know, as uh, loyal as I once was. And I do try to <laughs> hold myself accountable for my actions. But there's been a lot of stuff going on in my life. And I'm glad you got to have always been there to welcome me back whenever I do decide to show up. Amen. Amen.
0: I appreciate you guys actually wanting to be on the show after telling me, hey, we'll make it and then actually showing up. So thank you exactly. for that. Like, seriously, I mean, I know shit happens. I get that. But then I, I've got some people that's like, oh, yeah, I'll, I'll totally be there. It's well, you know, it's, it's not. Okay. Understand this. It's 916 Eastern and they haven't shown up yet. Just, just
6: putting that in. Well, you okay? You know how how grown man, okay, grown man. Me and him, we talk a lot, and 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 he was telling me that sometimes just doing our show is a type of therapy for us.
10: Mm-hmm. Just
6: to talk, it doesn't yep. even have to be military related or something from the past. Yeah, we just talk, you know, and, and and that just that little bit of social interaction, especially after twenty twenty, allows. Hey, Marky, to...
0: Marky, one second. Billy's got to run. Oh, okay. Billy, Bill, you want to say anything before you leave, brother?
6: No, just thanks for
4: having me on. Um, You know, always, always a great time. And um, we definitely got to get that live uh, cross-platform show.
0: Definitely, brother. Let me know when he's headed out, and we'll we'll get that shit set up, and we'll do it.
4: All right, sounds good. Everyone have a good night. Thank you for having me on again, bro. Thank you for coming on, brother.
0: Yeah, that was Billy from Liberty Risk Podcast. If you haven't, you know, checked out their stuff, just go and look up Liberty Risk. Podcast, you actually have to look up Liberty Risk Podcast. All right. Anyway, back to Marquis and letting him finish what he was saying.
6: I got distracted Me and too. I really want to know what Mike does for a living. Because he looks like he's signing
0: a book in his picture, and I want a book. Dude, you've been on with him before. Oh my god. What the
10: fuck? Right. Everybody Whoa. My everybody, that,
0: everybody that was on tonight, you have been on with at some point in time. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Oh my god!
9: Yeah, well, you, what you just so talking
1: me. shit about me and PTS <laughs> dog not remembering shit?
0: Here is Mike trying to explain me. what he's doing, and everybody's talking over him. <laughs> hey,
9: I'm trading some nuts for a, for a book, marquee, right? and I will Shows gladly sign deal. anyone for you. What, what kind of genre are they, Mike? So I write mostly military history. Uh, did a biography on Hal Moore. Uh, actually did uh, actually did three books on Hal Moore, and uh, then let's see. Aside from that, I've done a combat history of the F fourteen, F fifteen. Did uh, two books on the Battle of Seventy Three, Easting. Uh, biography on uh, uh, some uh, modern special forces pioneers. And my next book coming out, it's about, uh, I'm about 15 days out from completion. It's a book on the 58th Fighter Squadron in Operation Desert Storm. They were the top mid-killing aces of that conflict, downed uh, 16 enemy Iraqi fighters. And uh, yeah, it promises to be a uh, kick-ass Rock'em Sock'em fighter pilot story.
0: We can't forget your Christmas uh, children's book. Yes. Like me, so that myself and Google owe, read on air. Yes,
9: I owe it in part to uh, being a uh, being a dad of two young daughters. They have sparked my creativity to the point where I wrote two children's books. Um, the latter of which was a uh, a World War II rendition of the night before Christmas, where Santa Claus comes to visit the troops in Normandy on Christmas Eve, 1944. And he did not.
0: He did not change, you know, Nazis to the enemy. He he kept it like that, man. It's it's true to history and everything.
6: I love World War Two. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, no, I'm sorry. I really do. But like my not, wife finds it so. Okay, so here's a quick it's little the way you, on me.
0: Wait, Marky, you when gotta I, understand how that sounded. You sounded know, like you were, you were choked up hearing the I like words ribs. World Wars. <laughs> <laughs>
6: So when, oh I was, when I was in high school, I wasn't the, the best speaker. You know what I'm saying? Yep. I didn't speak very well. So, so I was researching back when Google was in his infancy, so I used mama.com. And I was like, you know, best speakers in history. And it sent me to Adolf Hitler. Oh, shit. I, exactly. I know, right? <laughs> so I started, you know, looking and trying to figure out how did this lowly, you know, man in the military become the leader of this entire nation and damn near conquer the world? So I became fascinated with World War II history, World War II leaders, World War II battles, you know. And so, oh, my God, dude. Yeah, I'm going to I'm going to find a book and I'm probably going to order on Amazon tonight.
0: So how many books do you have now, Mike? Like 22,
9: 23? Uh, Pretty close. Uh, this one uh, that I have coming out uh, later this summer, it's going to be an even 20.
0: There you go. There you go, Marky. You got to buy 20 books.
6: 20? Okay, uh, are you single, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to get free bucks right there.
10: <laughs>
0: I can literally hear Will Smith's voice coming out Don't of Marquise's mouth even... going, you, you want a little song, song? A Little song, song? <laughs> hey, I'll
3: trade you nuts for a book. For you. Oh, you're nuts, bro.
0: <laughs>
4: well,
3: literally.
0: I'm. I'm actually glad you brought that up, there, Jason. What have you been concocting with Battlegrounds and your nuts?
3: Well, I got what I think is. I can't really. I don't know if I want to say because it it's a million dollar <laughs> idea. Somebody might steal it.
0: Well, it's yours. But no.
3: <laughs> as far as uh, other flavors, I'm doing a, like coffee flavored caramels, um, like cappuccino. Of course, I do the mocha cappuccino pecans. I do the uh, chocolate coffee truffles. Um. Shit, and he said, like, I'm doing a, uh, I'm working on a coffee-flavored cookie, so any of that stuff and oh, everything cookie. is obviously made with y'all's coffee. I yeah,
0: love I, how, I love how you say y'all's coffee. you all
3: <laughs> What you mean about y'all? Yeah, we mean y'all. <laughs> <laughs> See, boy, I'm Georgia-born, Georgia-bred, when I die, I'll be Georgia dead, okay? I got the accent. Yep, he got <laughs> oh, it. Oh, shit. I don't, shit. Have it. Hey, I don't have it.
0: Grown-ass motherfucking man, what you doing over there? You got to, um, you got to unmute. Girl, man, pass out on us.
3: Like, I, I'm pretty sure Marquis mm-hmm. is the only person in here that would understand. Like if somebody or you know, ask you, uh, you know, did you do that? And you're, you're like, some nature, you're just like, I ain't gonna done it. And I'm pretty sure Marquis being from Georgia is probably the only person in here that understands what that means. Hey, but hey, hey,
10: hey, I'm from Florida, bro, and born in Florida
3: Georgia, is so the most northern what... southern state there is.
6: But, 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 <laughs> hey, but born in Atlanta, thank you, is what my, some, uh, my point is. And I understand exactly <laughs> what the hell you're
9: saying.
3: <laughs> like, we have all those southern fucking things. Like, when it rains, you know, I grew up saying shit like it's going to rain like a cow pissing on a flat rock. That's kind of shit, I say.
6: <laughs> He's from the backwoods of Georgia.
3: Go on, kid. <laughs> do you okay? Do you know where Dallas, Georgia, is?
6: I know where Dallas is. At. That's where I was born. I was born in Marietta, raised in Dallas. You was raised in Dallas. Yeah, I just drive through Dallas
3: with my windows rolled up and the doors locked.
0: Yeah, you know what? You know what's funny? <laughs> you know what's funny? Like, I'm
3: not shitting you. We would go to the monster truck rally when it was still at the uh, the uh, when they used to do it at the Omni. Okay, the Omni. Yep, down to downtown. And uh, I am not shitting you. Eight out of ten trucks, pickup trucks, because shit, I was just going to say, 100 of the trucks there, vehicles there were trucks had Paulding County tags on them. Hey, Every really, motherfucking redneck from Paulding County was always at the
9: monster at the monster truck rallies.
0: Really quick, Mike Guardia's got to leave. You want to say anything yeah. to our listeners, really quick, brother?
9: Hey, brothers, I just wanted to give a quick shout out to everybody who's listening out there. Y'all stay safe. Have a great Memorial Day weekend. I will catch you guys next time around. Till so Valhalla, brothers.
0: Thank you for right coming on, on brother. Till Valhalla. Er. And if you want to check out Mike Gordia's books or, or purchase them, please check out his website, MikeGordia.com. He's got all of his books over there that you can uh, at least get a feel for. And if you want to purchase them, please do. Uh, they're real easy to read. And I'm going to tell you right now, you're going to be hooked as soon as you start reading them. Marquee. Well,
6: if you're not from Dallas, Georgia, you'll read. You can read pretty well.
0: You you know, I was sitting here earlier, and you guys were talking about lovers' lane and shit like that. We have a lovers' lane in Mount Airy, and you guys said Dallas, Georgia, and I was like, God damn! I think every state is basically a duplication of the state before it, because one of my best friends when we were in school moved to Mount Airy, North Carolina, and he shows up to school one day, and it had the state of Georgia on it in an outline in red, and it said something in, like, hand handwritten script, and it said something about Mount Airy, Georgia, and I wasn't putting two and two together, and we were just getting to know each other, I said, how the fuck did you find Mount Airy, North Carolina? He said, I'm from Mount Airy, Georgia. I was like, "You're fucking kidding me!" He takes his coat off, <laughs> and his shirt is a Mount Airy, Georgia fucking t-shirt. And I was like, "Holy fucking Christ!" So there's a Maybury in two parts of the South now. That's fucking great. <laughs> like-
6: hey, hold on a second. How do you say it? Houston or Houston?
3: Houston. Yep. There we go. <laughs> it's like it's like push, but with an H. Don't so you hear here, me with that so, stuff, man? So here I'm in Houston, Georgia, man. we
6: have we have a Houston, Georgia, right?
3: No, it's, it's spelled, not a Houston, Georgia. It's spelled Houston, but it's pronounced say it again. It's not spelled Houston.
0: Houston. It's spelled H-O-U-S-C-H-T-O-N. <laughs> you, you ain't been to the south until you heard somebody. What yun's doing today? The fuck is a yun. First yeah. off. Oh, yeah.
3: what's, your, what's your what What is a
0: yun? <laughs> How do you spell yun?
3: I mean, this might be more of a universal, like kind of a Midwest a certain sort of thing. But like from the South, you there, it's like sometimes if somebody says over yonder, you know how far they're talking about just yep. by the tone of their conversation.
0: Or back yonder. Yeah. <laughs>
3: yep.
0: Back, back yonder. I, I I picked them up. Back way. Kind of like yeah, hold on, on. Hold on. Like that right. old
3: joke I saw. It's like, I love it when the GPS says. Turn left, head north on West Avenue. Go to, okay, Lucy and Clark, do I turn at the Chick-fil-A or the Sonic? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you
6: see, this is one thing I was trying to st- not uh, have happen. You know, The Northerners already think that we ain't nothing but a bunch of hicks down here with slavery just running rampant. <laughs> they still think that for some reason. They still think that blacks have to stay in shelters and, sh- <laughs> and sneak out at night to get food. You don't have and to? <laughs> well, no, you know what? My, my best friend is from New York, okay? Yep. He still, he stays in Harlem. And every time I talk to him, like, "Hey, you eat some possum today?" I said, "Dude, we don't just run around and eat possum." You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's like, where do you get this information about Georgia in the South from? We don't just go and shoot squirrels and have squirrel stew all day. You know where they <laughs> get that shit from?
0: Honestly, is these fucking redneck wannabe television shows that are reality, quote unquote, man. Those are the city boys that think they're cool because they got a fucking diesel truck that pushes out black smoke because they still ain't understood that we have fuel injection, so they're running off of fucking coal. Like, what the fuck, dude? That is not Uh, redneck by any means. Those
1: are the assholes that are running around here with those damn Carolina squats, and I just want to (laughs) go, what's the matter? You couldn't afford the other half, bro?
0: Right? Yeah. Or those fucking, Marquis, what's the, what's the cars with the fucking huge-ass wheels? Uh, donk. the donks. Donks. Those fucking yeah, donks. Donks.
6: Yep, donks. Yeah,
0: me and Marquis <laughs> found that during the show one night. <laughs> we were like, y'all need to look up donk.
3: Those donks, donks are laughing at everybody whenever you get floods.
2: It, it depends I, it on, on the year the it depends on the body style, too.
0: Uh... What was those that we were looking at that night, Marquis? Mainly uh, uh, 80s oh. Cadillacs, wasn't it?
6: Yeah, it was Cadillacs. Remember we were looking at Cadillacs because... Uh, things- 80s Cadillacs? Yep, it was like 80s and 90s Cadillacs. Yeah.
0: Those
2: were donks then.
0: <laughs> so we were right.
2: Well, yeah. you know what the main,
10: okay. most popular Our donk boxes.
2: here in George No, is. those are boxes, aren't they? They're what? It's dock, It's, it's uh, donk, box, and bubble are the three types. Like oh The, the new caprices are the bubble tops. And then if it's the old square stuff, I think those are boxes.
0: Damn, now we got to go look that shit up, Marquis. <laughs> you know what's
3: know, right? down here is like the damn Oldsmobile Cutlass Supreme. Yep. You got one of those, you are the king of donks.
0: I think, I think the one that stood out the most was that bright-ass green with like the gold lightning and the gold rims that we seen that night, wasn't it?
6: Yep, because I remember uh, 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 Recoil kept having a fit about it.
0: Yeah, because <laughs> he was like, that color, just not go together. Like, <laughs> and then he was like, those realms. Look at those realms and those small tires. <laughs> <laughs> JJ said he has a funny story to tell, and Nevermore said she's going to have to mute and eat. So, Nevermore, you mute and eat. JJ, you tell your funny story.
5: I'm actually telling a story on her son.
0: Oh, well, then
5: <laughs> uh, I'm teaching him. I'm teaching him to drive. He did. He did the driver's education class, which, you know, week long and uh, passed and he, and he got his learner's permit last week. So of course my mission in life, uh, he's going to be a senior next year. And if you're a senior in high school and you're not driving yourself to school every day, I don't know who all remembers that, but back in my day you were either dirt poor or just, yeah, it wasn't good if you were a senior and you weren't driving.
0: You had it made or you so, didn't. Huh? You had it made or you didn't.
5: Yeah, yeah. So anyway, um, so he's he's driving himself to school, you know, with me in a passenger seat every morning. And and there's this teacher who has to come and they're doing screenings. They got to they gotta shoot him with a ray gun every morning to see if they have a fever so they can let him in the building.
0: So the students are yeah. now the Star Trek red shirts.
5: Right, exactly. Marquis, <laughs> Marquis, I'm I'm class of 90. Thank you very much. I'm not quite <laughs> as as your ass. I just <laughs> seen that. Fucker. <laughs> oh, Scav, be safe. Scav's on his way out to uh go on a fire call. Be safe, brother. I
0: was just gonna say um, that.
5: Yeah. Anyway, so uh, so, you know, they have to shoot him with the heat gun to see if he's got the Rona. And this teacher comes to the truck every every day because I always have Skeeter or Munchie or both in the truck. And he always wants to see the dog. And so he aims the gun at Kyle's shoulder (laughs) because he doesn't give a fuck anymore. And it's petting the dog. And he asks. He says, "You're very patient because he heard me, you know, t- talking him through moving slowly in the parking lot and not running over other students." And and he says, "You're very patient." I said, "Well, this is my fourth. This is my fourth time teaching a teenager how to drive." And he says, uh, "Does it get any easier?" And and for once in my life, I actually had a. Uh, a, a smart comeback I said hell no I just had to pull Two year two yards of upholstery Out of my ass
10: <laughs>
5: <laughs> It doesn't get easier Yeah it's the fourth kid And I know what I'm doing And I've been driving For a long time But it's still Just as scary As when I taught My daughter <laughs> My oldest daughter Well I mean but, too, Every you know, kid is
0: different You know
5: Oh uh, everything Well you know The vehicles are better Now than when I taught My daughter 15 years ago In you the know.
0: 70s are we talking better? <laughs> are we talking better in 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 quality or better in alignment?
5: Better of both, actually. <laughs> it's just better. I mean, it, you know, my truck is a better vehicle than the 1984 Toyota uh, FJ60 Land Cruiser I taught my daughter in. What kills me, though, and and he agrees with me. What kills me is I don't have a, a stick shift vehicle. To, mm. to give him that life skill because driving a stick is a life skill.
10: Come and, up to my uh, house.
5: I, I I mean, I want I want a fucking $900 beater, old five-speed Tacoma to stick him in and teach him how to drive stick. You know come what I'm up, saying?
0: Come up to my house. I've, I've got two Toyota Paseos. One of them he can get in, and if he flex it up, he flex it up. I'm not joking. I mean, I, I can't p-o. fucking drive anymore. He can get in it, and he can learn to drive. You can teach him.
7: Wait, you can't drive Bo.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, unless we like strap a sixteen point fucking racing harness to my ass and support my back, no. <laughs> that
7: sounds like a plan.
0: Um, Google's here, everybody. Welcome, Google. It's better late than mm-hmm. never. Fashionably late. Well, I totally Google. no no
7: no. I totally fucking forgot. And then the dogs kept barking, so I kept having to yell at them. And no one said anything in chat like, Hey Google, are you coming tonight? Yeah.
0: Well, I you someone's know someone's had to beg. someone's had to beg in the chat to be put in. God, <laughs> damn. God damn! Fucking war dog over here, literally. Let me in the call. <laughs> and I'm well, like, the
6: instructions he- were pre-show at seven o'clock and show was at eight. Oh
7: man, but this is not a normal show. It's a pre-show Monday night. It's you- at seven o'clock. I didn't fucking remember. <laughs>
0: You were here so Saturday. Right. You were here Saturday. I can Google. barely. I can.
7: I can barely keep my days straight. Good day, madam.
0: Hey, Adam. Does Tony have anything she wants to say or any stories she wants to tell?
2: Actually, it's PlayStation and Viagra time, folks.
0: Oh, well. Oh, wow. <laughs> yes. Oh, wow. TMI.
2: TMI. <laughs> yes. Not necessarily in that order. How are
6: you? Get it, Tony. That's what I'm talking about. It's time for a Blumpkin. It's time for a Blumpkin.
4: (laughs) We love you guys. Thanks for having us
6: on i We're out.
0: Love you, brother. Just
5: remember, if your erection lasts for more than four hours, seek medical attention. (laughs) No. The only thing that'll be seeking is uh, Instagram.
1: (laughs) (laughs) See you guys
0: later. Later, brother. Thanks for coming on. Love you guys. Salute. Well, Google. I
1: just throw in how much I miss Marquis. <laughs> what, what did I do this time? I'm always in trouble.
0: She said miss. Because
1: you're never here. Oh. I am not even being <laughs> facetious, sarcastic. <laughs> I miss you. You you crack me up. Even
0: when he's here, he don't fucking pay attention. He thought he'd done something wrong. And you said, I miss Marquis.
1: Listen,
6: I apologize, okay? I have been in the dark after like the last eight months. So I'm just I've been
0: in the, the doghouse for the last decade, so uh,
6: well, you know, I'm sorry <laughs> about that. I don't know how your left hand is upset <laughs> at your right hand, but it's OK,
0: dude. Where do you think all the arthritis comes from? <laughs> <laughs>
10: oh. <Ba-dum.
0: laughs> oh I mean if y'all want to get raunchy I can get raunchy too come on no on a serious note Google you got any stories or anything you want to tell everybody tonight since it's Memorial Day it don't have to be military related it could be oh I don't know husband DV6 related.
7: <laughs> <TV> no, <laughs> so, nah, nothing's like happening, and I'm trying not to think about shit. So,
0: no, no funny stories I'm talking about. You want to tell us?
7: No, there are no funny stories in my life anymore.
0: God damn it,
7: they all stabbed wow. away. Wow,
0: I'm gonna to have to rely on Jada breaking the law more often, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
7: Oh man <laughs> she's, <laughs> she's not even here. Well, she's ta-ding. out breaking
0: the fucking law, isn't she? That's exact, she's out graffitiing. Nope. Yep. That's nope. what she's doing. She's nope. graffitiing town hall for D C. Oh,
7: teenagers. Right. You know what's although you know what's funny? So I, I do have a funny story now that you mentioned Jada. Oh my god. <laughs> so you know
0: so I don't have anything to say, but oh I forgot to say.
7: Right. So her birthday is coming up. Right. And I had reminded six that Jada's birthday is coming up and I gave him the date. And then he thought that it was like tomorrow, uh, like all day on Saturday and Friday, he thought that her birthday is tomorrow. So he's like, happy birthday. Like, You know? And she's like, (laughs) okay, it's next Tuesday. When I reminded him of this, he was like, Oh, now I feel retarded. I'm like, hmm. I wonder why.
0: Jesus. I'm Christ. like, my God. Oh, Google. I need the dimensions and all that of the the RV ASAP. So me, you, and six by
6: forty-eight by ten.
0: So me, you, and six. <laughs> this is serious, Marquis. We're having a serious moment. Okay. Um. So me, you, and six can get together and and work out everything for the sponsors and all. So
7: you mean so you and six.
0: I need you there because six can't fucking measure. I've watched his ass measure. That son of a bitch. Holy fuck. That's why I got a digital one for my mom. Oh, and she still, she still goes for the manual fucking tape measure. And I'm like, get the one with the digital readout that I got specifically for you. And she's like, oh, well, I got to go over here and get it. And I'm like, that's why I spent 30 fucking dollars on the goddamn thing. Oh, like man, that's too funny. I actually got me JJ and Recoil one, and they love them.
7: Well, you know, six isn't going to use one of those. They're like, what am I retarded?
0: <laughs> well, you really <laughs> want to <laughs> answer that one? technology he's uh, not used to
7: I'll,
0: these from
7: the No, I'll just, I'll just remind him about yeah. what happened with the refrigerator.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you got to tell that's that me. story for because I know there's people listening that's never heard that story.
7: Oh, man. <laughs> All right, so when we first moved into the house, we were going to upgrade the refrigerator because it was like an old, 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 like 30s bottle, right? So we we're going to get a new refrigerator. And Six was in charge of purchasing the new refrigerator, which is not a big deal. I had measured it. I gave him the measurements. Our former farm manager, Andy, he measured it, gave him the measurements, Then six measured it twice and still got a refrigerator that was too big. Yep. So we had to cut off the little overhang. We had to, it was like a two inch overhang on the, on the counter, that we had to cut off that side and we had to pull off the baseboard on the other side didn't just ha- to get the fucking refrigerator to fit. Now, mind you, it barely even fit in through the door.
0: I was getting ready to say, didn't you have to remove something to get it in the door too? Oh, yeah.
7: Yeah. We had to, one, we had to bring it around the house to the sliding back, <laughs> to the sliding <laughs> doors in the back. And then we unwrapped it from the box like We had to take it out the box And then it still wouldn't fit And the door handle said do not remove We're like well these are coming <laughs> off, coming off. Yeah.
0: If you were here during that fiasco The following year We used a lot of that in the intro For Barrett's because oh, <laughs> it, it
7: was so funny
5: it
0: Then he
7: fit. wanted to get a stove I'm like are yeah. you sure You're going to get the right size <laughs>
0: And the funny thing is, all the measurements were the same, weren't they? Yeah. <laughs> and still yep. ended up getting one too fucking big. <laughs> like, if he was a carpenter, it would behoove him not to measure more than once. Like, <laughs> <laughs>
7: well, It's like, one of the doors, we can't even open it all the way. Because it's right next to the wall, so we can't open it all the way. Yeah. <laughs> Oh the door handle hits the wall <laughs> before the door opens all the way.
10: <laughs> Holy! Shit.
7: So trying, so trying to like clean out the, um, the uh, the drawers on the bottom. What are those? The the produce drawers. Yeah. We, you know how like every so often you got to pull them out and like really scrub them clean and stuff. Yep. Yeah, that's <laughs> fun.
10: And, and wasn't you can't it like? can pull them out.
6: <laughs> well,
7: we can pull out the one. So yeah, we pull out, can. we pull out the one. Then we have to make sure that like everything else is out of the refrigerator, so we can pick up and like put turn sideways <laughs> like, the shelf that they're attached to, so we can hopefully take the other one out. <laughs> it's a mess.
0: <laughs> Wasn't it like two weeks or three weeks before you moved into the farmhouse at the old place that we're doing the show and out of nowhere did he sit goes, oops, blew a light bulb in here and like he literally blew like two light bulbs during the show. in the ceiling while he's sitting at his computer. I'm not joking. (laughs) Yeah. He's like, oh, light bulb. And we're like, what (laughs) the fuck?
6: (laughs) I can hear him saying that. That's what's funny is I can hear it.
0: Ooh, he, he did. We had it in an intro for the longest of time because you could play off of it so fucking good. He's like, oh, a light bulb. And then I had you yeah. coming in saying, oh, I'll pull it up right here right quick.
7: <laughs> it's like this guy. I don't know half the time what to do with him.
0: Oh my
6: God! Hey, who's in the uh, pet shop right now? Quick question. <laughs> that's <laughs> me.
0: That's Scooby over there, upset because she ain't got no attention. From
6: the pet shop, we have DV Radio.
0: Yep.
10: <laughs> yep.
6: On a sponsorship deal.
10: Yep. <laughs> <laughs>
6: Yo, can I go on a quick rant, real quick? Go for it. I just, I just, I just want people to understand that I've, 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 I've matured with my age, and um, uh, that's I've, why I've you're had, going on a rant. I've had it up to here with old people. <laughs> If you are 75 or older, just stay out of my way. I've had three altercations with old people <laughs> this week alone. You are not afforded any rights because you're old. I had an old lady. Okay, I'm out shopping, just getting some some regular groceries, and I'm going through the Kroger, because I love Kroger, going through the door. It's you know, the- I have to
3: ask you real quick, which Kroger? Uh, the Kroger over know- on Salem Road. Oh, my God. So, debt is freaking Asshole Alley, you yep. know where I'm talking about. Yep. So right the door, there, freaking Flat Shoals in yep, Salem Road. Oh yep. my God! I can it up, verify it out that here. is the worst intersection ever.
6: <laughs> so God. the door is open. I walk through. She walks through, but she stops, and she says, "Oh, you're not gonna let me through." And I flipped. I didn't mean to. I didn't mean to curse this old lady out. <laughs> oh no! I, I no. didn't. I didn't touch you. I didn't even look in your general direction. I'm walking through the door, you're walking through the door. We have plenty of space. It's like three feet in between us. I can't even smell your perfume, old lady. So why open your mouth to address me? You don't know what kind of mood I'm in. And that day I must have been in a bad mood because I told her, I said, I said, very politely at first, I said, I apologize, ma'am. And she said, well, you need to be out. I said, then that's when I just said, you know what, fuck it. Put your old ass in the store and do your shopping. Leave me the fuck alone. Have a nice day. <laughs> Didn't mean to say it like that, Um, but that's the way it came out. And my wife was like, oh my God. I said, no, tell old people.
10: They, they continually oh,
6: thinking they run the world. You've ruined the world, you old bastard.
3: I'm sorry. All I can sorry. think
1: is he's walking behind old people going, move, bitch, get out the way, get out the
3: way. Well, have to add it and Fucking, it, he probably yelled that ten fucking times driving down Salem Road to get there. Oh man! <laughs> but that it's is like the oh worst
6: Jesus. Fucking rude. No, but the problem is that I'm normally so cordial and nice to older people because they've done a lot in their life, and I'm letting them live the rest of their lives in, in peace. And, and, yeah, in peace and enjoyment, you know. But when you come at me with an attitude, fuck you. You know, that's what anybody, I don't care about your age. You're a child. I've cursed out children this week too. Not just my (laughs) own.
10: (laughs) Maybe I should go talk
6: to my therapist, but I don't think it's that big of a problem yet.
1: <laughs> you no, know, dude, I'm gonna agree with you because it never fails. Anytime there's any kind of fucking emergency anywhere, I got that one old person that sees a herd of people running and cuts right in front of you and goes as slow as possible where you can't get around. And you're like, I wonder how much trouble I'll be in if we just mow the old person over. They'd be like hundred years old and they will take their entire shopping cart, block the entire fucking aisle. And I'm like, you know, there's a dead body on the other side of you I need to get to. Could you fucking move? It's like they are so entitled. They're worse than millennials at times. Yeah.
6: It's so sad. So sad. And I like to go to Bojangles over here on, uh, I don't even know the road. I like to go to (laughs) Bojangles. Get me a nice little spicy chicken sandwich in the morning. You know, Bojangles. If you don't know about Bojangles, they have the best fried chicken in the world. You have to try Bojangles. Okay, So I go to Bojangles. And it's nothing but old people in there All, all the time. All the time. And I wear my gray Army PT shirt a lot. I've been wearing it since the day I started doing radio. You know, with you guys. I love wearing my gray Army PT shirt. Well, some old guy got my beard. He comes to me and he said, where you get that shirt from? I said, I served 10 years in the Army. I am honorably discharged, medically retired. What the fuck else do you want to know about me? And that was it. End of, end of conversation. End of conversation. I'm sorry. I normally don't curse this much, but these old folks have really riled me the hell up. I'm done. I'm done. I just want to know. If the Welcome kids to the jungle, Marquis. If
9: the, if the kids you've been cursed now have an age limit.
6: <laughs> no. No, I think the youngest one is a 2-year-old. That little bastard.
10: <laughs> and throws hey, is down Is that
6: some- your 2-year-old? <laughs> no, no, no. I got a 4-year-old as my youngest. I don't know any 2-year-olds. And if he throws another freaking yogurt yo- pack in my yard, I'll beating his ass. It's be-
0: <laughs> hey, really quick before y'all blow your load and uh because we do have to wrap it up here in a minute. Uh but I, I want to take a minute um I don't know when this happened. Uh, I found out during the show. That's why I, I had to go make a phone call. Uh, but if you all remember Doc Derek, uh, he passed away. Um, God damn it. So I just wanted to give oh, a shout fuck. out to um, Brother Derek. Yeah. And we love you, brother. Yeah. So if you got a drink, toast him real quick. Love you, brother.
1: Give some of us a minute, man. Got a whole bar next to me. I'm about to grab one right now.
5: Doc's the first person who told me that PTS dog saved his life
0: yeah me and uh SRP is the one that trained me for DV mod years ago when I first got on with DV and uh shit we would stay up and SRP can attest to it fucking four o'clock five o'clock in the morning it'd be me him and Doc. we we actually ha- had to take care of Doc uh on a 4th of July weekend a few years ago, I've actually spoke about that before. Now, you know who that was about. Um, yeah, it, uh, uh, yeah.
1: Doc and Harold were two people that we used as examples for training because those were two of the hardest, most stubborn bastards to help in a crisis.
0: And I'll tell you what; those are two of the funniest assholes yeah. that were on our pages. I'm not gonna lie; they weren't trolls either. They were straight up. No, they were legit. They, you want to see dysfunctional? Those two motherfuckers were dysfunctional. Like they were the epitome <laughs> of dysfunctional. Dude, we
1: would we would get somebody new, and they would encounter encounter. I'm sorry, I'm struggling to talk here. Harold, and. He'd go, look, you wussy fucking piece of shit pussy. And I, they're yeah. like, what do I do? And I'm like, oh, that's just Harold. You'll be all right. <laughs> not it.
0: Yep. Yep. If you hadn't, if you hadn't went through either of those two, when you were uh, training to mod, you, you weren't ready. You were not ready by any means. Um, but yeah, shout out to you, brother.
1: Let me get my, my, my glass.
0: We love you, brother. I don't care what anybody says. You, you could be a fucked up song and bitch and, and all of us wanted to punch you in the throat. We've we've even told you that. But we loved you to death, brother.
7: And it's Anytime he called the house, it was like Six and I would be like, Fucking A. Yeah. <laughs> like, there he is again. We always talk to him. Yeah, it was like yep. I have to go upstairs because I just heard Gabby walking <laughs> around yeah. on the floor up there.
0: Uh, Srp said, "Yeah, Doc was a good man. His TBI just made him process everything different." Uh, he said, "Natural causes, though. Uh, he did keep his oath, so that's good to know." Um, thank you for that, Srp. I, I found that out, like I said earlier in the show, and I didn't want to bring every, everybody down, but. Since we are wrapping it up, I did want to give him a shout uh, because I, not I have in to. chat,
1: but hello, SRP, we miss you, buddy.
0: I have I have to. It's it's something I can't let go. Um, but it is that time. I hate to do it, but we do need to end the Memorial Day Barracks Talk Show. Uh, we'll go down the list. We'll try to wait until Google gets back to get her. Uh, but Oink, how do you want to uh, end tonight's show?
4: Uh, folks, like I said, obviously, this is a tough time for some folks, uh, especially this weekend, uh, remembering everybody. So if you do need to reach out, uh, get a hold of the Objective Zero app, uh, check them out, download it. It is a great resource to have in your back pocket, not only for yourself, but for those battle buddies that, uh, that uh, you know, contact you in the middle of the night. So it's a great resource to have.
0: Definitely. Uh, nevermore.
1: Uh like he said, you know, if you need anything, you know where to reach out. Objective zero, any of the pages. Um I just I don't know, I ain't, I ain't got nothing else. Sorry.
0: Uh Wardog.
1: Yes. Um uh, <clears throat> today's a hard day
6: for all veterans. So um together we all, you know share in um, the morning as well as the celebration of the lives and sacrifices of our fellow brothers and sisters. Um, I'm grateful to, that you guys have had me on the show for
3: tonight.
0: Thank you for being a part of it, brother. Uh, Jason.
3: Uh obviously you know, just try to remember, you know, what today was about. I just do want to like shout out a good buddy of mine from high school. Uh, I went to go see him at Georgia National Cemetery today. Uh, that was kind of a heart-wrenching moment. Uh, First Lieutenant Joseph Helton. Um, it's just, and I just like to say, if you ever want to talk to somebody, I always tell people I'm an open book. And I'll say this, uh, me and Oink have a mutual friend now. And I sent him like a care package with a note. And now we're, I guess you could say we're like really good buddies. We talk three or four times a week. And he has told me on more than one occasion just by reaching out to him leaving him a note and sending him that care package. Like he said, it changed him. He said, he reads that note every day and he thinks about it. And he said, it was life changing. You don't know what it means to feel hear Somebody tell you that you literally that one little act of kindness literally helped change their life and how they looked at a lot of stuff. So just reach out to your battle buddies, check on them.
0: Yes, definitely. Please do that. Uh JJ.
3: just
5: reiterating this is a tough time of year but this isn't the only time we remember we all carry those memories around with us all the time and they sneak up on us ptsd is a bitch and it sneaks up on you don't hesitate to reach out objective zero is a great place i i tell people to to download objective zero on my page message the pages all all these facebook pages veterans pages We all are staffed with people who can help you or we can find somebody who can talk to you. But uh, especially after the last year, we all need to stop isolating. We done it. We did it for a year because the government made us. Well, that shit's over. COVID's canceled. Reach out, (laughs) meet up with your brothers and sisters again, network, have barbecues. Remember that you're, a member of the human race and that there are people out there who are willing to give you the support you need and who might need your support uh, might need your support uh, in return.
0: Yep. Um, is Google back yet? OK, Marquis. Uh, Marquis, Marquee, God damn it, where the fuck you at?
6: Uh, well, yep. first of all, I was sending an email, but um, <clears throat> regardless,
0: <laughs> Kroger. Kroger. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> You're out there at Kroger. Yeah, that's where he was at.
6: This is this is a somber time for many of us vets and um, many people around the world. Okay, well, in the United States, well, station around the world. And I just want to let you guys know that if you are 65 and older and you identify as an elderly person, stay out of my fucking way <laughs> because I'm going to fuck <laughs> you up. All right. Garrett's all hard. taking sons of bitches. <laughs> they was the first to get the vaccine too. Like why? They're almost dead. fuck them. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I shouldn't have done that.
0: Hey, grown ass motherfucking man, you still around? I think he knocked out. Marquis, you might have to go down there and check on him.
6: Oh, no, he's sleep. dude. He sent me a picture of him sleep. He's sleep. I don't know. <laughs> on, but he I wouldn't be the hell out.
0: I wouldn't be surprised. Google, you still away or are you back? No,
7: oh, I just got back. Shit. I had you to go find the that... cashews for her.
0: What would you like to end the show with, Google?
7: Well, I don't know. Well, hurry up. I know, but it's like
0: My mom's over here waiting on you To say your thing so she can go to bed
1: Good night, mom <laughs> We love you, mommy <laughs> Everybody
0: said they love you And good night
7: She yeah, said I love just, you,
0: good night
7: Hang in there, don't be too down today Like, you know
0: Well, know. I'll say it, god damn it we love you all, no matter what. We fucking love you. I I I know we we say shit, but it's just saying shit half the time. We just we just want to make fun, frivolous times for you all. We want to we want it to be fun and laughable. Um, we try not to be too serious during this show, but as you've seen, sometimes you have to be. Uh, don't forget, it's Memorial Day. Don't forget. It's we, a love
3: that no one will ever understand.
0: But right. Is yep that's don't, true don't forget while we celebrate it don't never let that die uh celebrate it however you wish no problem with that at all that's why we signed up for you to have that freedom um for everybody that was on here tonight if I go down the list I'm gonna forget somebody so I'm not gonna do it <laughs> <laughs> but I will tell you this, I'm Bonerwood, you just heard the Memorial Day Barracks Party Special, May 31st, 2021, right here on WDVRdvRadio.net. Until the next time, Foxicles.
5: bye-bye! Hit us up on Facebook and Twitter!
10: bye all, bro? video.